I am afraid of God, not of water. So he says, throw me overboard. No sense for you to suffer from my sins. So they throw him overboard. Welcome to the Ideas That Change the World podcast with Rabbi Manus Friedman, where we make sure your life will be changed for the better, one idea at a time. Rabbi Friedman is the number one voice of clarity on moral and social issues. So what are we waiting for? Let's go change the world. I am afraid of God, not of water. So he says, throw me overboard. No sense for you to suffer from my sins. So they throw him overboard. Now God appreciates Jonah's devotion to his people. That makes him a real leader of his people. So God does not kill him. God saves him and says, come on, it's not too late. You can still deliver the prophecy. So Jonah goes to deliver the prophecy. But then he is so dismayed at what he had done. God assures him that it will never be held against the Jews. How did Jonah know for sure that the people of Nineveh are going to repent? He knew who the king was. The king was Pharaoh. He was not going to mess with God again. So if the prophecy said, repent or else, of course he's going to repent. And he'll get everybody to repent with him. He told them the story. He told them, I am Pharaoh. And I was spared for only one reason. To tell you not to mess with God. So they all repented. But Jonah was very distressed. So God said to him, and this is the main punchline of the story. It's not about whales swallowing people. The punchline of the story is God explained something to Jonah that we need to know. God said, how could I not have compassion over such a large number of people and their cattle when they don't even know up from down, they don't know right from wrong. How can I not have compassion on them and guide them through a prophecy to a better way of life. So here's what God is saying. You're running away. You don't want to deliver the prophecy because it'll reflect badly on the Jewish people. I appreciate that. And I promise you that it will not be held against the people. But in the name of justice, when people are innocent of, of their sins because of ignorance, and yet their sin will bring devastation to them, how are we supposed to rightfully, justly, how are we supposed to think?
how will this affect another people in the future? That's not justice. Look at the people themselves and judge them for who they are. That's called pursuing justice. So this reasoning, I don't want to help them because it'll cause problems for the Jews. That's not right. When somebody's in trouble, you help them according to what they deserve, not bringing in other considerations that are irrelevant to them. So do the right thing in each case. First, make sure that they don't suffer because they really don't know what they're doing. The ramifications on how that's going to affect another people in the future, that's your second project, not your first. The first project is, how can you not have compassion on these people? That's what's on the agenda today. And it's a little reminiscent of Avraham and Sarah send Hagar away with her child. And the child is crying because he's thirsty. They're in the desert and their water dried up. But this is Ishmael who had to be sent away because he was corrupting Isaac. So his mother, understanding and knowing who this boy was, gave up hope. But God says to her, why, why are you despairing? The boy is crying and God has compassion. The fact that he will grow up to be uh, a wicked man, that's not how God works. God deals with what is there on the ground at the moment. He's a child, he's innocent, and therefore God will provide water for him. What's going to happen when he grows up? We'll deal with it when the time comes. Same thing here. God is telling Jonah, look at what's in front of you. First things first. Pursue the justice that is appropriate for the time, for the place, and for the people. Then we'll worry about the future ramifications. So we read this entire story on Yom Kippur. Why? Because we're sitting there on, in synagogue on Yom Kippur thinking, I'm trying to repent, I'll, I'll be good, I won't do that again. And I'm thinking, yeah, I will, probably will. <laughs> I'll probably do it again. So my repenting is meaningless. It's shallow, it's hypocritical, it's not, it's not sincere. The story comes and says, that's not how God looks at it. You are in the synagogue. You're asking for forgiveness. You want to stop sinning. God judges you for what he sees right now. What's going to be in the future? We'll deal with that when the time comes. But today, you are forgiven. 
mostly because you don't know right from wrong. <laughs> you don't know up from down, so can't really consider you guilty. This is an interesting lesson for some of those people who are so critical, terribly critical, of their own people. Some rabbis who find that every Jew who isn't living up to the maximum observance level that they think is necessary, they have some pretty harsh things to say about them. But look at here. The city of Nineveh. God says, how can I not have compassion on them? They don't know left from right. These rabbis or people, here we're talking about your own people who don't know left from right. And you condemn them? So unacceptable. So that is the rest of the story on Jonah and the whale. The punchline is treat everyone according to what they deserve at the moment. Don't project, don't predict, don't, don't punish them for what might be tomorrow. It's an important lesson. We have a Sunday night program for VIPs that you might be interested in. It's informal, it's questions and answers, it's conversation. It's really relaxed, it's really pleasant, enjoyable, informative, and uh, kind of community-like. It's a Sunday night program, there's a um, Wednesday morning program for the VIPs, and there's a Wednesday night program. All of it, just conversation, casual, laid back, unscripted. So join us, take a look, click uh, the link below and see which, which of the three suits you best and join us for some enjoyable conversation.